0: If you or a loved one need mental health assistance or are experiencing a mental health crisis, call Lifeline 24 seven on 13 11 14. Hello and welcome to FYI podcast, all things mental wellness. Today, we have the pleasure of having Annette Baker. Annette is a mental health advocate um, and they established in 2013 Survivors of Suicide and Friends based in Albury. Survivors of Suicide and Friends is a non profit community support network that provides assistance to those affected by suicide and mental health issues. Annette has a personal history with suicide in 2011 where 15-year-old daughter Mary took her own life after a three-year battle with an eating disorder. It was then that Annette and her husband Stuart vowed to fight to remove the stigma and silence associated with suicide and raise funds and awareness in the Aubrey-Wodonga region and beyond. Survivors of Suicide and Friends participates in generating publicity around the subject of mental health, coordinating and fundraising and community events and acts as spokespeople on issues of mental illness. Survivors of Suicide and Friends is instrumental in organising the two most prominent mental health fundraising and community events in the region, the Aubrey-Wodonga Big Splash, which sounds like a lot of fun, and the Winter Solstice. Both these events occur annually in the spirit of showing support and unity for those affected by mental illness and suicide. Welcome, Annette Baker.
1: Hello. How are you? Thank you. I'm well, thank you. That's the way.
2: Well, that's a heck of an introduction as well. Yes. <laughs> You're <laughs> the uh, the ambassador to mental wellness. How do you feel about that?
1: Uh, it's not somewhere I have chosen to be, but um, as time goes on, I think it's something that um, is terribly important. Absolutely. And I think, you know, our close to 10-year journey has... Um, Probably uh, identified the fact that uh, there are lots missing in um, mental health, uh, and that is funds nationally and globally, and you know lots, lots of
2: things. Did you feel like it was if it if it wasn't you, who else would Someone, stand up at some no, point? No, I
1: think so. I, I think there are lots of. Lots of little things going on. I I do wish that we were all under one umbrella, but that means that I probably should have gone under someone's umbrella as well. I went to before organising the first winter solstice, which was you know one of the hardest things I've ever done. I went to Suicide Prevention Australia to ask you know for collaboration or support. And I was told in, you know, a few quick words that, no, I couldn't do the winter solstice. I had to do a um, an event called Roses in the Ocean, which was an event that one of their board members has had going on since her brother took his life. So, there's, you know, everyone tends to do their little yes. events. Mm-hmm. My immediate reply was I hate roses and we don't have an ocean and thanks, wow. thanks oh, absolutely and so see how you does later yes yeah, mm. so um it was you know I I would lie in bed at night time and I would say to Stuart I really want to do an event on the eve of the winter solstice because of the symbolic date the you know the longest night the darkness And it does relate to how our family always, um, you know, went through that month of June and the kids would say, oh, when is it going to get light? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so sick of the dark, you know. And so, you know, um, I guess that's a little bit personal, but for people with mental health, that's exactly... How they describe it, but we we can all relate
0: to it coming from this area in particular. Absolutely, yeah.
1: Or you know, European countries where they don't see, you know, they might see three three hours of sunlight a day, and you know, it it's well documented. It's not. It's no secret to anyone that you know we do need to, you know, have light to feel. Uh, physical and mental, mentally to feel physically and mentally well. Totally, yep. absolutely.
2: Mm. It's an amazing thing. So, not only are you involved with um, the winter solstice event um, yes. and the big splash that we talked about quickly, is there anything else that you're involved in currently?
1: Yeah, we are. Stuart and I have uh, were invited to um, a an organisation called Australians for Mental Health, which has had a Lot of stops and starts. Um, Pat McGorry, you know the the famous Pat. Well, he's famous and he's our god. Actually, he's mm-hmm. if you if you you know have a have a look, have a little Google about Pat. Yeah. He is, I, I, I would say, he is one of the most passionate people. Also qualified people. He has actually saved the lives of a couple of friends children that have been mentally very, very very unwell here in Aubrey and we have called Pat in to help and he has been amazing. And I, I think that that really I guess shows when there are people struggling to navigate them, navigate their kids and themselves around this very poor system. And and you get an expert that comes in, and at one point he actually pat actually worked out that it was you know pretty well just as hard to get into a private system as it was into a public system, yeah. So it's not good, you know. People, you know, I I talked to uh, Justin Clancy at a Friends of Nolan house meeting because we attend those meetings whenever whenever we can be of help. We don't go to all of them. But you actually have to try to give an analogy of the physical and mental. And I said, Justin, you know, when someone is so badly mentally ill, they are not helicoptered to uh, some fabulous, you know, um, Hospital Hospital. in Melbourne. Mm. I said they are quite often put into prison. You know, and Mm. and that, you know, that is the tragedy, and that is you know why people, you know, initially with their mental health or ill health, remain silent. You know, they don't very often. Well, they don't immediately go to find help because. Because of, of the, the stigma. Yeah. yeah, the stigma and, you know, or, you know, they may have visited um, initially a GP that has not acknowledged their mental illness and or not been, uh, in, not actually understood. And that's another thing, I think, uh, you know, that initial that initial, you know, call for help to a GP mm. needs to get much better.
0: Well, that's yep. generally, let's face it, when, when we're unwell, whether it's mentally unwell, whether it's physically unwell, that's our starting point. Yes, yeah. We
1: need a and good And they're GP. actually, uh, unfortunately, they are some of the, the problems. Yeah, yeah. Do you think okay. that's
2: generational though? Do you think that as we move forward in the education of our GPs and, and the health professionals in the industry, that... That the older thinking will will either be better educated or, or actually just move on. Do you, yeah, and I, think- I
1: think all we can do is is hope. Mm. <laughs> mm. And totally. but to hope is also not good enough. It actually, no, you know, it, needs- that it goes. You, I think it, it it actually starts at school when parents are encouraging their very smart children to become doctors. Mm. And, you know, if they don't have emotional intelligence, compassion and empathy, forget about it, <laughs> you know.
2: It's also difficult as parents, though. Yes. To be able to impart that on your children. And, and we're all parents here. And, yeah. and and if I think and I look back on, on my boy's life as they grew up, was I teaching them all of those things? And I, I don't necessarily think that I was. You know, you, you travel through life the best you possibly can with the knowledge that you have If we can begin to teach our children now as they become young adults and they have children of their own, the things that we now know about mental health, and and that's a big umbrella. If we talk mental health, it is a massive thing, which is possibly why it's so disjointed, Mm -hmm. is to try to get it into one place. And in talking to our kids and having them come through with a better knowledge of how to deal in it, and, and perhaps not deal with, but recognise yes. in the first instance yeah. uh, when someone's having a bit of a struggle, would you, would you think that that would be fair to say that if we can do that, we're in a better place? And I know that's not hoping, it's a little bit proactive, but it will still take time.
1: Yeah, and we... There, There is, you know, there are people that are just feeling flat on any given day. That's such a normal Absolutely. part of life. Um, I think, you know, we need to recognise sometimes why we're feeling flat and, you know, is it because we've... Not exercised? Is it because we're stressed about something? Somewhere. Is it because we're taking drugs and too much alcohol? And you know that all of those things are depressed. You know, uh, you know, a
0: form create of de- yeah. yeah absolutely a form of depression. Although it, it create mean-
1: you know it can yeah I know when I have my alcohol on weekends by Monday I'm saying right you know my head is so fuzzy and <laughs> and I look forward to it not being fuzzy but it is um. I'm glad yeah.
2: you quantify that you only have your alcohol on the weekends. Oh, That's well, very good Well, I don't
1: of you. if I'm going out on a weeknight. <laughs> but <laughs> I hope that I don't have to go out too much because I'm not – you know, it actually doesn't make me feel
2: too I great. I yeah. like it. but Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's um, – I don't know what your question was. It oh, wasn't again. a question.
2: It was more just a, a statement to say that, you know, we're talking about making change and helping people yeah. to have change, that as as adults, as parents – it's difficult for us to know without educating ourselves, I think, at this point in time, how to impart that knowledge upon our own children so that they can have a better change to the generations as we move forward. You're talking about the doctors and, and parents of young doctors getting that thought process into their own heads before they become doctors. Um, we need to potentially look at how we try to get to the parents.
1: And and why you know why are doctors accurately treating physical illnesses and quite often not getting it right with a mental illness? You know we've got GPs that prescribe that that should be moving people on to a psychiatrist for medication. You know there are people that prescribe antidepressants to to one particular person and they're not re- they're not assessed. 20 years. They just keep... They're not monitored. That's That's right. Yeah. So it's quite lazy. Mm -hmm. It's a lazy way of doctoring, I think. And I know they're busy, but they're not busy when it's holiday time.
0: Do you think, Annette, over the years, your journey since, say, 2011 and your involvement, have things improved?
1: I don't think so, actually. I don't, you know, from the people, number of people that Contact me. I don't think so at all. I've had a beautiful text from a friend recently who has a young daughter Mm. unwell with an eating disorder now, and and that yeah, an eating disorder. um, You know, eating disorders have the highest mortality rate. We were never told that. We were never warned or. We had no after Mary's hospitalisation. We were not uh, we we were made to attend aftercare in Melbourne, you know, for a year. On a Tuesday, we all drove down and back, and you know that that actually was torture rather than aftercare. It was like you know, (laughs) it was not not helping one little bit, and that that you know, as parents. We were doing what we were told to do and probably we should have, you know, instinctively or we should have, you know, had a more a professional, you know, coming in and saying, Well, this is not working. What we need to do is The hard part yeah, about
2: that and and having It's complicated. It is. And and how do you know who to talk to and where to start? And is is Nadia the right person to talk to or is Annette the right person to talk to? Um, We, As we go through that journey, and and not to ever assume that anybody's been down the same path as as the next person, but to know where to go to get that information is the hardest part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And this is, again, doctors who are doing the same thing. That they were doing for us back then, and and
2: you that's know, worrying. When you know when I asked when they've opinion. not learned. yeah, when yeah. they've not learned is that do you from, reckon? Maybe that's because um, the whole idea of, of of a mental state or a mental condition is it's not cut and dried. It's not you've broken your leg, so therefore we stick it together and we it. wrap it and we do that because yeah. it's a physical thing and you can see it. You're right. With with mental health, obviously, as we know, you can't. Well, it
1: takes longer as well. It takes a lot of, you know, a doctor sitting there and talking to that person and finding out and finding out what is actually wrong. You know, it's not that, it's not that 10 minute consultation and, you know, that, we've got a Prime Minister that is ha, has made a, a very big statement uh, of zero suicides. He's not backed it up with any <laughs> any um time frame. Um, in fact, you know uh, with a pandemic that where the pandemic that we're in at the moment, the suicides you know are happening. And, and the you know the stats will be a lot Absolutely. higher, but that that is actually no different to you know other pandemics, you know from years gone or, or by. any crisis yeah. that comes around. Yeah, any crisis. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I really think that you know the work to be done to prevent needs to get better we've got a great big organisation like suicide prevention australia now it's it's huge it's government funded but what in actual fact are they doing
2: what is the <laughs> outcome How, where uh, are they we have that?
1: their yearly conference they give out awards they do this and do that but, but on yeah, the ground yeah yeah where's the result yeah yes so i i don't know what what people or what organisations or what government can do, but something has to be done.
0: Absolutely, and I'm just staggered by your your own belief that from 2011 to now 2020 doesn't appear a lot's changed. Well, we're so talking about
1: it a lot more. Yeah. Um, oh,
0: yeah, I just okay. mean in a, in a medical sense. Yeah. And, and what you've seen, and yeah, that's that's a worry. That's that's a huge
2: concern. Part of it too, though I think, and it is, people want have to want to be involved. We we have a reason to be involved. We've we've been shoved into involvement or or dropped into involvement for different reasons. If, if your life's never been touched by a suicide or by a, a mental um, health issue or you know a, or any major disaster in your life, you don't see it. You are, your eyes are way higher. Than, than than ground level, if I can say it like that.
1: Unfortunately, that's the way um, a person is you know, conditioned. Well, thinks after after yep. you know big changes. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So we all know that that things have to change. Things have to get better, and we can't yep. just keep talking about doing yep. things. So you've got other initiatives that you're doing. The big splash. Now that yes. that sounds to me like fun. Um, right. from what I've looked at. Yes. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Well, it was not my idea. It was Stuart, uh, Steve Mamuni. Um He coached Mary at Waterpolo and he came to a Waterpolo meeting with this idea of doing an event and asked if, you know, in, in – um, like a memorial event, and I was thinking, oh, gosh, it won't be very good if you're doing it, Steve. Well, yes, you can do it, but I will help. Because so. <laughs> he know um, that, because he does now. Yeah, and it's been a- an amazing event. Um, it's damn hard work. It is seriously, seriously hard work. So what is it? It's a relay event at Aubrey Pool, Uh, It has been held at Aubrey Pool uh, since 2014. We have sponsors for each race, and then we have uh, teams that register in that particular race. So we, you know, for example, we, and we change the races each year. We, you know, like we have a, a footy so- sock race one so year. So it's a
2: variety event. It's yeah. not super yeah. hardcore. No, no, no. Best you swimmers can, in the world.
1: You, you can be a non-swimmer and push... Uh, we've had beautiful, we that yeah, um, beautiful refugees, you know, we, we get them sorted on lilos with swim teachers each year and they absolutely, you know, that really That sounds like something we could do, Ben. It does. Lilos.
2: Because cause when I did swimming at school, they nicknamed me Bob because I'd just dive in and that's it. I didn't yep. go anywhere after that. I just bobbed <laughs> up and down in the water. Well,
1: I have literally pulled, um, a ma- uh, you know, when this gorgeous man who's the lead singer of a, a local band um I asked him I said for no um registration fee will you you know swim in the event he said I can't swim and I I just oh that's bullshit <laughs> like everyone can swim <laughs> anyhow he frigging could not yeah, swim, yeah, and I was by the side of the pool, pulling oh, seriously, him dragged along. Him out? He could no, I dragged him along. He oh. said, "I told oh, you, you I can't swim." I pulled him along I, from one end of the fifty metre pool to the next, and I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I so
2: picture that you can't get out, mate. No, 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 you're here for a reason. Let me just yeah. pull you. So he was very.
1: Yeah, and we have little kids, and um, we, you know, businesses support it. And it's actually sort of last year it went to the next level. Unfortunately, we had the first rain after a two year Mm, drought, and everyone turned up. It, it was like you get everyone, wet anyway, don't you? Sorry, you get wet anyway. Yes, I know, but it rained. I can tell you, it just rained. I <laughs> said to Steve earlier, make a call. He said it's on. Yep, and um, it was wet. It was a really big wet one, and um, but another success. So, uh, money goes to uh, ten ten thousand goes to Headspace um, from that event, and survivors of suicide and friends. Get a certain amount. It depends on you know what the what the final amount for the sure. uh, for the event is, but that goes to when when you said uh, winter solstice. It, it, that is not a fundraiser. So we we put on the winter solstice free to the community, and we have since 2013. But wow. but it's not a fundraiser. Yeah. So we we I go out begging through the year for money so that we can hold the you know because speakers the first year was it, things it, cost money yeah uh, speakers charge they've got flights absolutely um music acts charge um yeah photographers and videographers you've got to pay them and but we do have you know f- little things going on like our food gets donated and we get the money you know and we sell ribbons but it is very much a community doing the event Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: sure Still, the I mean, I think the positivity of the big splash, and if you look at the two different events that you're involved in, one's heavier, for want of a different term, you know, the, the darkness of the night. people don't
1: feel that. They don't feel that it's sombre or it, it really, you know, the, I think the worst thing I hear is that it's cold, and mm. I say, well, so is, that is. you know, grief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. absolutely.
2: But the fun side of things, the, the bigger... Happiness, if you like, around the biggest big splash event is is got to be beneficial for people attending as well.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I there's positivity. It does
1: open conversations. The very first year I was setting up with the Ovens and Murray, uh, what are they? The Ovens and Murray Swim Organisation. They do all the timing for nothing, Mm -hmm. and. This woman that I've known for years came up to me and she followed me around while we were setting up and she said, you know, I've just admitted to my family I've had depression for a number of years. And I had a bit of a chuckle and I said, so what happens if you break your leg? I said, do you admit to your family that you've broken your leg? And she went, hmm, yeah, point taken. So Totally, and you do it straight away. So lots of, you know, I hear, I, I don't, don't always... But I hear that people hear conv- conversations about their mental health, you know, through through that two hour or however long we're there for. Yeah. It's That's pretty fantastic. Good. That's what it's about too. Yeah.
2: So how's that been beneficial to you and to Stuart?
1: Oh, the big splash. No, no, no. Or, the
2: winter solstice and being involved oh, in, well, we, in those events.
1: Well, we... St- are the founders of it so we're not involved whether okay. whether you know they're it. Has that been
2: part of your journey though, to be able um, to, to, to go from such grief and rebuild your lives and have that as part of
1: well, it Well, it I I just think it's important. I think every, you know, little town and big city in in Australia um should Take that date and do something, you know, whether it's dinner at someone's place with a bit of fire around, because it's it's such a special date, and um, so it well, you know, it has given us a lot, but it also is a hard thing to organize. It's all year round to organize it, so. And it's the fundraising, you know, trying to collaborate with organisations, and you know, suggesting that they they sponsor a speaker or speakers, you know, travel or something like that. Yeah. So it um it we've met some pretty amazing folk along the way. We've had some great speakers. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, about how long. I, I, I wouldn't mind someone coming along and just saying, I'll take this from you, <laughs> but then I won't like what they do. Yeah. So, oh, not a control freak. Uh, no, <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't mind being second in charge like I am with a big splash. Yeah, so uh, it's – um. but we've had, you know, we've found a, a brilliant videographer, a brilliant photographer, a brilliant – ideas person in Gemma and yeah i think this last one that we did really confirmed that we can do anything yeah Absolutely. in fact i sat there and had no job on the night except to watch and i couldn't even watch it but i was i was reading comments and there was some amazing amazing comments and that's why I think it's important, you know, there's, there's nothing that, you know, people can go to and say, my, my person died by suicide and, you know, I've never, you know, had been able to listen to Pat McGorry or Shane Fitzsimmons or Lauren Jackson, you know, or anyone talk about what they're talking about for the solstice. So,
2: yeah. Brilliant. You're massively busy. you got a bit going on. Because you're yeah. involved in local business. She's business.
1: No, I'm not involved in
2: that. No, but Stuart yeah. is, and your family yeah. is involved yeah,
1: in Yeah, no, business. I'm not involved in that at all. Right, good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> so that's a good keep thing. going. <laughs> oh, you're still busy, nevertheless. Yeah. Your family is I'm exhausted is busy. listening yeah, to everything exactly
0: really right. that mm. you're involved with, Annette. It's, it's just amazing.
2: But as you've gone through that journey since Mary left us, you've still had life to go along with, right? So, yes, you've become passionate about everything that you're, you're involved in, and and that's huge, but still you've had your own struggles personally as you went forward. Are there any particular little bits that you remember that you said to yourself, if I continue to do this particular thing for myself, I will be better tomorrow. I can be better tomorrow. Is there anything that you can think of that that you would share that that might have been helpful for you
1: yeah i if i could swim from willow bank um Seif in aubrey to norial every day <laughs> that's my survival
2: yep. swimming yeah yep. and you do that yes yeah, righty- yeah i
1: don't do that i do it in at, in summer but i try to have a swim at least four times a I'd week i'd
2: question your mental state if you did it in winter
1: uh It'd be a little I, don't chilly. worry. We well, you could walk across. Could, yeah. Well, Stuart swam in the river last last through this week after a run. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So we do get in when it's pretty cold.
2: So physical fitness, physical, not fitness necessarily, but something physical in your life you feel gives you more drive, gives you a, yeah. a, a positive outlook. Yeah. That people could you know think about doing that sort of thing along the way.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, unfortunately, it's just tough if you don't like doing a bit of exercise. But it does work. That one of the best things is if you can find something that you love. I yeah, I couldn't run next door. I I just people talk about running, and I just you know say poo. Oh, you know, absolutely, and yeah.
2: it, and it might be for some people, it's going to the gym. You know, yeah, and just exerting thing. a bit of physical yes. energy, getting yeah. that, getting that endorphin running, getting yeah. whatever it is. Riding a bike, doing I'm Not a doctor, anything. can't tell yeah. you what that is. But it's yeah. interesting that you say exercise because certainly in my uh, experience over the years, um, that's been a positive for me. And I'm not, look at me, I'm not Mr. Mister Health and Fitness, but the little things, just to get out and go yeah. for that walk and get that bit of sunshine you were talking about, yeah. and, you know, the winter solstice and and moving forward into the sunshine is, is certainly has been Beneficial for me, and I'm glad to hear that it has been yeah, for you as well. Yeah, it's
1: like nature's antidepressant. Mm-hmm. I think, if you can, if you can do something.
2: <laughs> yep. Yes. Do you think that? I um, mean, obviously, we all do something different for our own personal um, wellness. Do you believe that men and women can do the same? Things and get the same benefit, or sh- or would and and um, let's let's talk about a husband and wife for a second, where you went down the same journey as much as my wife and I have, and um, we deal with things slightly differently as we go forwards, but we still have a um, a joined goal um, that we'd still do things together that makes us feel better. Do you do you believe that in a partnership or as 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 just a simple man and a woman that we can have Something that we find to do together that brings us happiness that changes our mental state. And I and I mean is it just go for a walk? Is it is it go to the movies? Is it read a book together? Is it to listen to a podcast? Is it something like that? Do you think
1: <laughs> that that's a funny one. I must admit I cannot wait on Sundays until I can't wait for Stuart to walk out the door with his bike because I am studying at the moment, and that is my space, and sometimes <laughs> it's my really stressed space, and he's frigging around and doing all these things. Nothing productive, I might add, you know there could be you know watching a horse race, which he loves and watch it or watching a football game or watching cricket. And my space is where that space is, and I can't seem to work, go move to another uh, room in the house. So, you know, he does that. Um, and I could think of nothing worse than riding a bike with Stuart. <laughs> 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 uh.
0: And he's- Sorry, yeah. but who reads books together? <laughs> I've never heard of that, unless yes. it's an audio
1: book. But also, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I think if it's not <laughs> controlled I'm not always
2: the most articulate yeah, person. Yeah,
1: but I know... But I have an idea. I think if it's not sort of set up to save for marriage or anything <laughs> like that, I think there are... Th- I mean, we both play water polo. And not in the same team, but I love go. You know, it, when Stuart's playing at eight thirty or nine thirty on a Sunday, I said I'll go and score. I love watching him, and he always comes and and scores now for for our game. And you know, all the girls know that he comes and scores, and he does a bit of a talk at the end, and and we have. Yeah, and our boys and Mary played water polo and most of our Sundays us were and still are, just with Stuart and me, spent post morteming about the game and that is who didn't do that and who did that and that dickhead and that, you know, the umpire's an idiot and, you know, the whole thing. So that to me is, you know, but that's only six months of the year and I must admit, you know, I can have a whole lot of things. We can have lots lined up on a Sunday, but it's when it's water polo day that's it for us. And also, we're completely, you know, completely exhausted after a game. So, yeah, that's it's, a beautiful
0: thing to be able to share
1: together. I think so. Yeah. And
0: and your other children, they're involved still with water polo.
1: Yeah. Jack lives in Canada at the moment. He mm-hmm. lives in Montreal yep. and he's he's about to start water polo again after they had a really big lockdown way earlier than we did. So Henry um he's he's a bit uh, different with his exercise. He finds that he's a, a bit of a workaholic and okay. um he likes running and he's a little um you know, he has enjoyed water polo, but it hasn't been his 100%, um, you know, favourite thing. He's done it
2: just because we're all doing it, I think. Yeah. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah that's so lovely. It is an interesting sport.
2: As a couple, though, you've gone through, and, you, and we're not, we don't, as all of us as couples, we don't do things together all the time. We've got to have your own space and you've got to do your own thing. That's That's a given. Since, I suppose, you start to go through a journey together, especially after a great loss. Would you have found things that you've done differently that have helped you to cope?
1: Do you mean with grief? Yeah, more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's a really hard thing to explain, but I think, you know, there are times when your grief is together and there are times when it is private. Yeah, and I think Stuart recognises that in me and I think I recognise that in him, but it doesn't even really need,
2: you don't need to it—to be
1: it. analysed or spoken about. You can just sort of tell,
2: yeah, that's what it is. So in, in doing that for yourself, and I was going to ask this of Stuart too, but he bailed on us. He had to work.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the
2: way of the world. Um, were there any particular... Um, watershed moments that you had for yourself that you went, ah, oh, yeah. Now, look, that that is so helpful for me to do that.
1: Well, I guess I physical... Because we don't all physical, exercise. The, I guess yeah. me, myself,
0: <laughs> yes, yep. exercise isn't something I go to necessarily. I love yes. going for a walk and, mm, well, that's and exercise, you know, yep. it is. But I guess for our listeners as well, you know, what what can you share that work for you? It's not going to work for everyone. We understand that. Yeah. As Just a, a couple, and... you
1: mean? Um,
0: ah, yeah, as a couple and, yeah. and as an individual.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think probably finding good people and, you know, sharing a meal with, mm-hmm. with you know, people that, you know, have remained with us. There are a lot that haven't sort of gone on the journey and that's okay. Um we were really fortunate to be able to travel and um, we Stuart was not a swimmer as such and he he played water polo but he wasn't a swimmer and didn't really love it but we went a year after Mary died we went on a swim tour and um, and I think he thought well I think I'd better you know start you know, Swimming,
2: (laughs) because can I just back that up? What is a swim tour? What is a swim tour? Well, they
1: happen all over the world. Do they? Yes. And I met. uh, I've been looking at a website for many, many years, and um, and I like long distance swimming. And I met this woman who does these events. Uh, She lives in Melbourne, and she has become a very good friend. And it was quite scary. We got to a little place in Italy, and. Stuart sat next to Gina, and the first question was, How many children do you have? And I heard that, and I went, Oh, you know that. Yep. And so he told Gina about Mary, and we knew by, you know, after two days, the whole group knew. Yeah. So there was a man that had lost his child, and, you know, he used to, we'd walk to dinner and he'd put his arm around the two of us. And so we've met some great, you know, they're all mostly Melbournians, but some from other countries. So we've met a lot of, you know, new folk that are swimmers, I guess.
2: And I know that um, isolation is a very easy thing to fall into. Um, when isolation. You, when you can isolate yourself yeah. very yeah. quickly and very easily yeah. if, um, if you're emotionally stressed in any particular way. Yeah. Um, so it's great to hear that getting out and, mm. and, and socializing is yes. and you know, I know during COVID that hasn't been the easiest thing to do for a lot of people, but just to be able to reach out and have those conversations and dinners and chats and it's yeah. it is surprising when you when you come across somebody who has a similar life experience, how that arm around the shoulder happens. Yeah. You may never have met them and had yes. anything to do with them previously, but there's a common bond there that that um, I don't know cements you for some particular reason, and you yeah. don't have to share it's the intricacies at it all. It's probably similar
0: to things we've chatted about before, Bernie. That commonality, you know, there's there's nothing more, you know, personal opinion, but it resonates. You've been there, yeah. you know what I'm talking yeah. about, and it's it's empathy. We we all try to be as empathetic as we can, but when you've lived it, yeah,
1: and breathed it, it's different. It just and- really is. On the beach, at the start of a swim at Point Lonsdale last year, I had one of the women that I met on a different swim tour, and she talked to me about her sister's son's suicide. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, so you know it's it's quite amazing, so we're we're there down at Point Lonsdale. And um, in the freezing cold, blowing wind, she's in a wetsuit. I'm not, and are about <laughs> to start this swim. And, and there you go. So it's, wow. it's. I, I think it's quite an honour when people, you know, say, say talk about their, their own stuff. personal yep. situation. Absolutely. I feel, yeah, because that's what I would have liked to have done. Well, Lynette, I, I, I can't
0: thank you enough for coming in today and talking to us. I, I know a lot of our listeners are going to get so much out of it. A couple of things. We like to end our interviews on a bit of a fun note, so I hope you don't mind. Um, but just FYI, for your information, right. there are wine tours you can go on, food tours, not just swim tours. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: <laughs> uh, you do have to learn to swim. Yes, um, true,
0: true. No, I'm but not taking I've away been from with that. some
1: pretty poor swimmers as well who yeah. wear fins and, you know. No, it uh, is important. And get on the boat a bit. <laughs> but – you know,
0: from the bottom of, of mine and Bernie's heart. Absolutely. And I'm sure, I know for a lot of our avid listeners, um, they're going to get a lot out of it. So thank you for everything you do. Thank
2: you for having me. Well, we appreciate Pleasure. It's not easy to sit here and talk about ourselves and the things in our journeys and our lives and stuck a microphone in front of your face and asked you to perform. Um, so, yes, thank you. Thank you so much.
0: couple of quick questions. Just pick one. No, as as quick as you possibly can. Whiskey or rum, gin. T- text or call, both. Giving or receiving, receiving. Facebook or Instagram, oh, Facebook. High school or adult life, uh, uh, adult life.
1: Scrunching or folding, uh, uh, f- uh, on the floor. <laughs> on
2: the floor. No folding. <laughs> That's interesting because we were talking about toilet paper. <laughs> Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thanks, Annette. Yeah, okay. I didn't know that. No. I thought you meant washing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All
2: right. Thanks again. This episode was edited by Dead Set Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash
0: services. Get the sound you're chasing.